This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. Look, Marge, you don't know what it's like. I'm the one out there every day putting his ass on the line, and I'm not out of order. You're out of order. The whole freaking system is out of order. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can't handle the truth, because when you reach over and put your hand into a pile of goo that was your best friend's face, you'll know what to do. Forget it, Marge. It's Chinatown. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, I would say that's arguably the most absurd scene in this entire episode. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And the episode we are talking about today is the season finale of season five. We did it. Here we are. Secrets of a successful marriage. Um, how have you been? <laughs> uh, I have been well. I have been uh, working and preparing for a move. That's and, right. And, uh, you know, I had my birthday recently. Yeah, happy birthday. And thanks. Yeah. And uh, so it's been a busy couple weeks, I'd say, that's going to get busier the next week when I actually move. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, things are good. Good. How, 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 are you, how have you been? I'm fantastic. Whoa. I'm just uh, basically being a bump on a log until I go off to Banff mm-hmm. here in pretty much exactly a week. Um, and enjoying my time before I have no time off. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm helping you move, so <laughs> I got your email. So, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I appreciate any help we can get. So. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll swing by and help you. Like, I have... I have a car that has a lot of that has a lot of storage space, right? Right, yeah. So I can at least help with a couple of loads. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah. Cool. Uh yeah, that'll be that'll be no problem. Um we had the last left behind show at your place. That's right. Which was a lot of fun. Um and uh speaking of, mm-hmm. we have a guest who was there. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, that's a great segue. <laughs> Good. Yeah, the best segue, it. I'd say. Uh, our guest is a first-timer, Mr. Ryan Gray. Hey, Ryan. Hello, hello. Uh, Ryan is, as you can tell, uh, calling in... Uh, Wait, that's not just his voice? Yeah, via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious his own voice. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is co- probably how we're going to be doing a lot of the Banff episodes oh, while I'm in Banff. So. I hope not. <laughs> that sounds awful. It does sound awful. I can't it? set this stuff up. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'll fine. do it. Uh-huh. I'll take it with me. Okay. And I'll call in? And you call So in. I'll be the robot voice? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nobody what wants that. It's more robots. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, so, Ryan, you're a first-time guest here. I am indeed. How does that feel? Well, so far so good, you know. No feelings of instant regret or terrible, painstaking fear, so, so far so good. Oh, good. Um, have you ever listened to the show before? 
I have actually. I've listened to one or two episodes before. Oh, rad! Cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of time, people don't. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and we sometimes they don't even know what podcasts they're on. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, fun. That's yeah, all, that's I've always heard, like, mildly embarrassing. Yeah, I've heard like random ones. Like I can't say I've like subscribed. Oh my English words! <laughs> Followed it. All the way through. <laughs> Sub subsquanched? You haven't subsquanched to Yeah, squanch yeah. anywhere you want, man. Squanch <laughs> yeah. is a very deep word. <laughs> okay. So the episode Secrets of a Successful Marriage. Homer mm-hmm. starts teaching a class on the secrets of a successful marriage. Yeah. Well, so this is uh, as we said, the final episode of uh, season five. Um, and so therefore it is the 22nd episode. And that would also make it the final episode of our fifth season. Yeah, our, I guess. I mean, our seasons aren't really the same, but, but yeah, the, the final episode that we'll be talking about the fifth season, that's, I mean, they a, might as well that's be. a thing, I guess. Uh, this episode is directed by Carlos Beza and, uh, written by Greg Daniels. It originally aired on May 19th, 1994. That would have been my ninth birthday. Really? Yep. That would have been my fifth birthday. No, you weren't born on May 19th. <laughs> That's true, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't just using the year. <laughs> I probably meant I to say I would have been five. <laughs> okay. I, just, I, think I, was, I think I was three around this time. Shut up. There you go. <laughs> I'm the old one, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm just a body. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, the, I mean, the basic premise is uh, Homer decides he's... Uh, He's a little slow and decides to go to the adult education annex and yeah. decides he wants to be a teacher. You know, does a class on uh, marriage because that's the only thing he knows, I guess. But he doesn't really. Now, you're an adult, Alan. Mm. <laughs> Jury's out on that, but go on. Uh, have you ever gone to an adult education annex? No. Ryan? Can't say I have, no. Greg, do they exist? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about like the way it's depicted in this episode, obviously, but yeah. the idea of like continuing education as an adult uh, is a thing. Um, I mean, the adult education annex—that means it's an annex building of a of, of another facility, else, yeah. right? Like, I'm guessing. I, I don't know. It's the portrayed in the episode. U, is, maybe. See, that's what that's what that would that's what would make sense. But yeah. it's kind of portrayed in the episode to me as like just an annex on like a community center or something. Oh yeah, you know what okay. I mean? like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like prestigious in any in any sense of the word. That actually makes a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah, it sounds like all these classes you can like sign up for that you find like. Uh, like sign up sheets at like Starbucks and things like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally accurate. Yeah, I would call this number. If you're but interested then in again, like they, the they don't even they don't even make any like attempt to make any of the classes even close to being beneficial. No, like they very much portray it as these are like this is useless a useless waste of your time. You don't actually get any education, and it costs you a lot of money. So really, they're orange. they're taking the uh, adult education concept to like right right in the kisser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one could argue the entire concept of post secondary education in general. One could argue that those Harvard eggheads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this was in the early '90s, where it's still like you want to ever be successful, go to college. Yeah. Versus now, where it's like you know, 
who doesn't have a degree? <laughs> that's that's a very good point. Yeah, the unemployed and the employed alike all have degrees. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every single one I'm, of us. Yeah, I'm an honor student. I work at a liquor store. So there you go. You were an honor student. Yeah, I finished with a three point seven. Wow, that's difficult. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of free time. So. I was so not. I think my my uh, <laughs> GPA ended up being like two point seven. So ditto. Yeah, yeah. I got paid a salary though, so. You know, take that, everyone else. <laughs> that. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> and you're directing a show. I am, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know. Suck it, Trebek. So any, any listeners who are in college or uh, university and uh, have a low GPA, just let me be the success story that uh, eggs you on. Keep oh, reaching yeah. for that rainbow. Keep George reaching. Bush was a C average student, so you know. They're, yeah, I, I like to say me and George Bush are very similar in a lot of ways. <laughs> so, <laughs> like what? Like how? Oh, you know, we both have. Uh, uh, we both like to use our middle initial in our. Uh, in, in, you know. Yep. In when being credited. Yeah. Um, uh, we both enjoy dogs, I believe. Yeah. 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 And uh, both of us have been presidents of something. <laughs> AV Club, United States, Potato well, Potato. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm curious as to what you were actually president of. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's legit, That's though. for our After Dark card. episode. Oh, <laughs> TBN After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> you call in with your problems, and we'll try to solve them. <laughs> And the president of the Gay and Lesbian Alliance for some reason. <laughs> uh, that brings it back to the Simpsons. Nailed it. So, Segway. <laughs> so what did you guys think of this episode overall? Greg? Uh, I think it has a remarkably funny first act, um, followed by two acts where I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> That's fair. I felt an extreme sense of indifference for 15 mm. minutes of this episode. All right. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I felt like it started really strong, like especially when they were taking the university classes. Is kind of once they like brought it back home to the Simpson house, I yeah, I got less and less in, in, uh, engaged with it. Yeah, uh, I didn't like this episode. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. Uh, I like. I think I might actively hate this episode <laughs> after yeah. this viewing. I could actually tell that you were very. There was just there like, and I. So okay, we do we do a segment which we'll get to later, which is favorite joke, right? Yeah. yeah. And there was a point where I was like, this might be the first time where I don't have one. I was able to think of one, but it just got to the, and it wasn't like because it came up later. Like yeah. I just remembered one from earlier. Yeah. But it was like it was in the like two-thirds of the way through where I'm like, this isn't funny. Like, yeah. there's nothing funny happening yeah. right now that I, like, legitimately have been laughing at. I've just been getting annoyed and angry and Mo's a piece of shit. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, God, Mo's the worst. He's just the worst. Yep. Yes, I love that people are coming around to this. <laughs> this is, like, I've started, I started this thesis, I think, in season one. That Mo's the worst. That Mo is the worst. Yeah, no, I, I think I think for the most part, people have been on your side. We just have one specific guy. Uh, I won't you, name names. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Who for some you reason j- likes the character of Mo. Yeah, 
And well, uh, you want to like him, and like he can have some funny moments. But oh, yeah. if you just look at Mo, he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's the argument, right? Is that uh, yeah. you can have a character that that uh, brings humor. Like I think Moe's funny. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that Moe does that's funny. He's actually the uh, recipient of my favorite joke. There you go. So, but uh, as a as a character, he's he's terrible. Like he like as oh, in yeah. as in like morally, not not like written. Like, yeah. he's written beautifully. He's, yeah, he's a greatly written character. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Written greatly as a piece of garbage, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a great asset to the show, but I would yeah. never want to know him in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it's baffling to me that Homer calls him his best friend sometimes. No, oh, I know. That's so weird. Yeah. And so painful to watch. Yeah. Him just, mm-hmm. like, constantly gets sucked back into it and be completely oblivious that Mo is the worst mm-hmm. to him, yeah. which is probably one of the reasons why I don't like, I think that that's a, that's, that's also an example of good writing to, um, reinforce the, uh, despicable qualities of Mo is yes. that Homer doesn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Um, it's, it's the, it's the classic foil character, like to make yeah. a character seem more capable than they are or more evil than they really are. Put right, them right. against someone who contrasts that. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And Homer's simple mindedness <laughs> is always in stark contrast to Moe's utter hatred. Let me see those arms. Yeah. And despicable nature. Yeah. Um which comes across in a couple moments of this uh episode, particularly when oh, yeah. Homer comes in and sees him <laughs> in his Mo. Yeah. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> I didn't touch her. I ho- I swear, Homer. <laughs> like like that's dark yeah isn't yeah. it <laughs> a little bit like i didn't find it super funny no uh and that's the thing yeah that's what i was saying like that whole segment of like mo coming in and like he even like he just he straight up announces it yeah I, i'm here to like move in on his territory on his territory yeah so like already you're like okay a like that's a piece of garbage way to day. Yeah. What's, they even mentioned it's literally been a day that he's been living yeah. in the treehouse. <laughs> so he waited like 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and not I, only I, like... Oh, well, I guess he was in the class, so I guess he kind of knew. But still, even at that point, I'm like, so how often are you checking in on Marge? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but, but not only is he like, he's saying, I am moving in on Homer's territory. And she's like, I'm not interested. He, he immediately goes into like plan B, which is just trick your way inside somehow and i don't know what his plan is after that but i don't think it's anything proper mm-hmm. yeah well, because especially the way like he reacts when couch. homer comes back yeah yeah well even when he's sitting on the couch he's looking around like he's all proud of himself and everything Ugh. no silverfish that's like for some reason no, like that no. line just really hammers home how much i hate him yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. it just implies he has silverfish all over his apartment what are those? Are they like little they're like, little bugs, like land yeah. crayfish or something? They're like, they're like smaller versions of cockroaches and silver. Yeah, they're oh. insects. They're not like they're called silverfish, but they're not. Yeah. A, they're not a fish. Obviously. No, I, yeah, I know. Like the, this is the first time. Like this this episode when I first saw it was definitely the first time I'd heard the term silverfish, and then <laughs> I I heard it again in Breaking Bad when Skyler said, "I come in here and spray for silverfish so they don't eat the money," right? I. I learned about silverfish when I first started university because in Craigie Hall, uh, where most of the drama courses take place at UFC, 
they're everywhere. It is gross. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's yeah. They're usually like they're usually found in uh, bathrooms. Yeah. Let me just say, case in point of why the arts department could really use some funding. Yeah, you're really not selling me on the whole U of C (laughs) thing here. (laughs) Oh no. For the record, the teachers were good, but yeah. Well, their motto now is you know. Now, one hundred percent silverfish free. So, <laughs> oh yeah, they're really oh, playing up that the, oh, past yeah, reputation. The dean of the drama department put it as far as Craigie Hall hasn't seen so much as a light bulb change since nineteen seventy six. So, <laughs> oh yeah, God, We're not bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually kind of impressive that the light bulbs last that long. <laughs> that's yeah, <you> true. <laughs> that's true. Then again, fluorescent light Unless, bulbs are yeah, supposed yeah, to last a while. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> They make your uh, skin look green. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They bring your veins to the surface? No. You're never alone when you've got a fluorescent light. <laughs> speaking of, we didn't, um, we didn't actually... Um, speaking of Simpsons, uh-huh. we actually didn't ask uh, Ryan what your story was. That's right. Yeah. Greg, Greg wasn't doing his job. I was. I'm very. I, I'm apologetic right now. <laughs> I, I apologize for that. Um, Ryan, we usually do um, when we have a first timer guest on. We uh, we do a segment called "What's Your Story," and mm. we ask, uh, "Well, how do you know The Simpsons? Well, how like what's what? your relationship to it? Yeah. Uh, you know what what did you uh, uh, did you watch in syndication? Did you watch it every Sunday?" Uh, just you know, a general con- like idea of like how The Simpsons shaped your life, if at all. Yeah, no. Um, I think I must. I was like late in elementary, like probably grade five or six, and uh, the only time I knew when The Simpsons were on when I was that age was on Comedy Channel at ten o'clock on Saturday. So I used to get like really excited for every Saturday because I'd get to watch The Simpsons that night. And my parents always tried to make me go to bed at 10 versus 10.30, so I couldn't watch it, but I always would, like, secretly stay up so I could watch The Simpsons once a week. And I thought it was, like, the funniest thing on TV, because the first episode I ever saw was the the Treehouse of Horrors. Uh, I can't remember which Treehouse of Horror it was, but it was the, uh, it was the one where they had... Uh, uh, the zombies come back, and I've never forgotten where it was. Uh, Homer just unloading on Ned Flanders, and it's like, "Oh God, you <laughs> shot Zombie Flanders!" It's like, "Oh, he's a zombie." He was a zombie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to this day, one of my favorite Simpson quotes. Dial Z for zombies. Zombie. I, hope, I thought that was the Homega Man. No. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, no, I've been that's watching the Simpsons okay. for like twelve or thirteen years now. Like, uh. Since I don't have cable anymore, I definitely, I'll admit, I don't watch it as frequently as I used to, but I used to watch it, like, religiously growing up. Was there a point where you stopped watching? Like, for whatever reason that you weren't, um, that you no longer had access to it, or that you, I don't know, just saw an episode that you hated so much it stopped you from watching it? Started university because um, well, it was like one. I didn't have nearly as much free time. Yeah, and got to keep yeah, that three point seven up. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, because I didn't give a shit in high school, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch The Simpsons all day." And then I went to university, and I actually started to invest in 
what I was learning. So you know, once was, you're in university, it's really hard for them to kick you out, right? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I like, I did the exact opposite, <laughs> right? Oh, I just kept my grades up yeah. very well in high school in order to get into a bunch of universities. And then when I got oh. in, I was just like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, I was so close to not even going to university because I, I didn't find anything I was passionate about until um, my grade 12 year where I decided to go pursue drama, so... I got very keen afterwards because I was such a slacker in high school. But that was when I, like, was watching The Simpsons more and more often. And I remember it was it's kind of around where, like, the Rise of Family Guy really started. And they had, like, uh, these segments on Fox where it'd be, like, The Simpsons, Family Guy, King of the Hill. And Animation just, Domination. Yeah. That's what it was Animation called. Animation Domination. Yes. And it was, I would catch it every now and then when I was in like first year and it just, it just wasn't the same anymore. It just, yeah, it just didn't, uh, didn't hit home like it used to. That's totally fair. As soon as they started pairing it with Family Guy, it was like, I wanted to puke. (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. That'd be a, like a joke every now and then that would make me laugh. But it was overall, it's like the quality of it just wasn't, wasn't the same anymore. Did you have a favorite episode? Um, well, one of them is definitely the first one I saw with the, the Treehouse of Horrors. Like, that's definitely still one I quote, like, all the time. Like, when he kills uh, Will Shakespeare. Like, yeah. Is this the end like, of zombie Shakespeare? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Oh, yeah. That, that, I see the difference. Yeah, I remember the yeah. difference now. Omega Man and their mutants. Yeah, they're mutants. And um, it was the bomb in the fallout shelter. And mm-hmm. that one has the Gary Larson calendar. Yeah, which I don't is, get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's so funny. <laughs> I love that so part. Good. Yeah. Um, I also really liked uh, the Artie Ziff episodes when Artie came back to try to win Marge <laughs> as the the best outro of like where it just turns a snoring into the Eurythmics music. It's just like, that's right, Marge. Go to sleep. He's a loser. Dump him. <laughs> I'm watching you through a camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite moments, hands down. <laughs> that's a funny one. I don't know when that, that is, that though. It's a bit later. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to say 12 or 13. Yeah. Mm, it always a... feels like that. It's um, it's still a Mike Scully year, I think. Because Mike Scully was on a while. Not, well, yeah, he started in a nine, right? Yeah, but he was on like nine, 10, 11, 12, I think. Yeah. And then, of course... That's my impression of Al Jean. Uh, <laughs> so half, half decent proposal is that the one? Yes, yes. Where it's like indecent yes. proposal? Yes, that it totally good, is. Yeah. yeah, it totally is. That is uh, season thirteen. Nailed it. Hey, look at that. Nice. <laughs> In our first rodeo. Yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, ho, dear reader. <laughs> <laughs> I am Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that's a huge digression. Let's not go there. No. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. get back. Let's get back to the episode. Thanks for telling us your story, Ryan. Yeah, of course. Um, so, 
Alan, mm-hmm. Ryan and I had pretty lukewarm reactions to this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, would you agree, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. I didn't couldn't say I like hated it. Like, there was quite a few moments that I like it did get a laugh out of me, but it was I definitely thought it stru- started strong and really fizzled. Sure, and I enjoyed the poker game sequence quite a bit. Oh, absolutely! But you, <laughs> when you asked us how, when you asked us how you felt, how how we felt, yeah, and it got to you. You said you hated this. I think I, I think I hated it. Yeah, care this to elaborate? It's the first time I'm saying oh, it, but yeah, uh, strong words. Because uh, it's always just been an episode that I'm like, oh, that one, like, yeah, I, and I know it pretty well, so like, it's not one I'd skipped often or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just never, it, it, it there was never any like, oh, that's the one with blank that I enjoy. I was just like, oh, it's that one where they almost divorce, and it's kind of weird. Um, but watching it this time, analytically, I'm like, this is bad. This is a bad episode. Um, this, is, this is awesome. What makes it bad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so here's the thing. So Homer and Marge's relationship, we've touched on this before. Um, it's, it's very unique. Um, it's it's kind of playing on some sitcom tropes, you know, with the the bumbling husband and the put-together wife. Definitely. Um, but it's unique in the sense that throughout the show, there's never been a question in my mind of why these two are together. Whereas on other sitcoms, I'm asking that every fucking episode. Why like, is like she with Kevin Jim. James? Yeah, or why is why is she with Jim Belushi? Yeah, why well, is anybody with Jim Belushi? Yeah, well, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> He's a human being. Uh... <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's very much clear to me in The Simpsons that they, they're still together for a, a myriad of reasons. And the, the, the biggest thing is that he's, while he's bumbling and, you know, not too bright, he has a really good heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marge sees that in him and really appreciates that about him. And they have this connection that's, like, indescribable. That, uh, you know, even in other episodes where they test their, their marriage, um, they always find their way back to each other. And it's always like, you know, it was a fight. Like, it's not a big deal. For some reason, this episode is trying to drive home this thing about how the only reason they're together is because Homer is dependent on her. And she likes being, she likes feeling needed. Because he's, he's kind I mean, well, first of all, he's kind of a dick in this episode. Very, uh, very yeah. much. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, like the all the stuff with the uh, um, becoming a teacher is just, it's just painful for me to watch. Um, him deciding to do this, you know, just because he wants respect, but then not being able to do anything. And then so, like, you know, mentions how he was in bed with Marge and everyone like, oh, well, tell us more about that. And he's like... Oh, let me tell you about my sex capades, and like that's what yeah. he decides to do, and it becomes this weird thing. And like, it's one thing if he does that initially because he's just like, oh, there's, there's no harm in this. But Marge specifically is like, don't do that. Like she, so after the quote that I said at the beginning, she says, "Homer, don't ever tell personal secrets about me to your class again." Like yes, very, very serious about yeah. it. Yeah. It's not a joke. Yeah. She is very like this. You can tell like this is a thing. This is a deal breaker. This like I can't abide this if you do this. And he says yes, ma'am. And it's like okay, that should be the end of it. But then he but then he keeps doing it, and it's never clear to me like 
aside from pushing the plot forward and wanting the, to cause this break, it's never clear to me why he does it because, and, and I, sometimes I can give him the excuse yeah, it, of it being like it stupidity. It out of character for him. Like, yeah. he's a, he definitely likes to have attention for sure. Yeah. And he definitely wants respect, but he's not the kind of guy who's like, Oh, like, check out this hot chick I banged. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's also so, yeah, like he, he's in, he's in class and like trying to hide it. And so like, they're trying to have that be the thing, but then he just brings them to his house. Yeah. Like that's, that's the other thing. Like, it's fine if it's still in class and he's like trying, not, he's like, you guys know I'm not supposed to do this. And they egg him on and you know, maybe he's weak, weak, uh, weak willed. And that's why it keep, continues. But he actively makes it happen. And that's where it starts to become just a little too far on the side of jerk-ass Homer, a little too far on the side of just unbelievable character development and not funny either is the other thing. Yeah, the whole way that it, that it conspires is flat. Yeah. Right? It, it, it feels false. Yeah. It feels like, oh, we need... And there, it's, it's, like, it's like they're jumping through hoops to get them to a point where there's ten, where there's a uh, big conflict in their marriage mm-hmm. right like they like yeah. the writers actively need to just like it felt break very just rushed of like well we need to move this along so yeah let's so like get to, right to the house yeah so like let's break who these characters are mm-hmm. and get to the point and get to the story who wrote this did um, did you say uh, i did i forget already let me double was check was it carlos beza uh, he directed it he directed it um, the writer was, was it David Merkin or is that? Uh, yeah, Matt David Merkin. Oh, oh, sorry. No, uh, Greg, Greg Daniels. Dan- Greg Daniels. Yeah. David Merkin's a showrunner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So of the office fame. That's right. Um, so the other thing is they, they've done this style of episode or at least what I described as like what they're trying to do, where they're trying to pull Marge and Homer apart just to see them, you know, come back together. Yep. They've done this episode really well in uh, uh, Mysterious Voyage of Homer. Uh, El- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Space Coyote. Space Coyote episode. Yeah. Like, that's oh, done really he, well. Yeah, that's where when it's... he has the chili, right? <laughs> What's that? That's when he has the chili, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the chili like, cook-off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, like, they, they do this, this idea really well where it's, it's, it's all in character. Like, Homer's not trying to be a jerk. They're just in a fight, and that causes him to, like, rethink, like... Maybe I'm not supposed to be with Marge, and he like you know goes searching for his soulmate, and uh, and they end up finding each other in the end because she knows him so well, and he realizes you are my soulmate. Like, how could I ever doubt it? And it's really sweet. And in this one, it's like, you know, uh, it is really sweet. I just smiled, yeah, like, thinking about it. Yeah. It's a nice it's like, ending because I knew the ground <laughs> till, <laughs> slanted downwards, slopes yeah. downwards, goes slightly downhill, and and you get attracted to bright shining lights. <laughs> like her reasoning for finding yeah. him is very very charming. And very it shows in how well she knows him. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, and when she's saying it, it makes sense to Homer because, of course, he would walk downhill. It's easier. Yeah, right. Of course, he would be <laughs> attracted to bright shining lights. It's because Homer. they're cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's Homer. He would love that. Like, yeah, the, like this episode is literally just you know Homer's a jerk, like t- to a ridiculous extent. I'm on Marge's side completely, yep. especially oh, after yeah. she says don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it, in that moment. It should be okay. He should never try and do this again. You can have, uh, you know, have the writing make it happen in other ways or just misunderstandings. Like when he goes to drink beer at the chili cook off, he's not drinking it because he wants to get drunk. He's like, 
my mouth is on fire. I need beer. Yeah. And she sees it and, and, you know, and that's where the conflict arises. You can have that same thing with this episode where, you know, uh, he's saying, he's saying something or someone stops by and she finds out that something else happened, but it wasn't intentional. He wasn't trying to make it happen, but it like causes a growing conflict and that kind of thing. But it's literally just him being an asshole and then her kicking him out and then him living in the treehouse, not knowing what to do. And then, yeah, well, it's him, it's him being an asshole, and then he tries to masquerade him being an asshole right in front of her in her own home. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, oh, the class is here to take notes, and it's <laughs> it's just so bizarre and just so uh-huh. poorly written in my eyes. So, yeah, I don't I don't like this episode. <laughs> the um, the 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 dinner scene is the most when you really stand back and look at it, the most hateful scene. I think just like you just, you just stand back and look at it from like from Marge and the kids point of view. Right. Like this is a violation. Yeah. Of everything that of the family. Right. Yeah. Um, Like I love Lisa's uh, answer to it. It's like, I've never felt so demeaned. Right. And I feel for her. Yeah. In that moment. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's good acting, right? Mm-hmm. And that's 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 good. Like the thing is, the writers know that that's horrible. Yeah, and they did it anyway. Yeah, because they wanted Marge and Homer to split up for these reasons. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah it's like they write the scene well. Yep. From there, like like they write the scene well, but that's not Homer. The, the journey to that scene is not written well, though. Yeah. yeah. Because it's well, just a revelation, just so, too, right? It's so abrupt, too. It's yeah, that's what I mean. All of a sudden, everyone's there. Yeah, it's just like, oh, surprise, they're all here. And it's like, what, they're not going to build up to this at all? How did they even get in? Yeah. <laughs> Why do they all have notepads? Many people come in? Why are all these single people in a marriage class? Because they want to be married. That's a good point. No, that was the other thing I was thinking about, is that, like, yeah. I understand what they're doing, because they say, you know, like, wh- like, what if we tell you about our relationship problems, and you tell us what to do? So, like, I can understand what the writers are trying to do, but I think it's more interesting if it was a marriage class, because that's what it's called, right? Secrets yeah. of a Successful Marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's other married characters who are, like, who have issues in their marriage, and, like, that's what... That that could drive a much more interesting plot. That's a much better episode. Could you imagine like Maud and Ned and Hibbert and um... because then it makes sense too that there's like gossiping happening because that's what happens with married couples. Yeah. You know, like they all gossip yeah. about each other and and so at first Homer's like, oh, I'm going to teach a marriage class, and he realizes, oh, it's all of my well, friends. A, a who is actually at the class though, and he is married. Not no, yet. Not, not, not yet. yet. No. Oh, I guess not at this. No, point. not till right. season nine. He gets married. Is that season uh, nine? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The two Mrs. Nahasapi Mapetalons is the episode I title. I don't like any of those episodes. <laughs> yeah. Calling it right now, they're awkward and they make me mad. Yeah. But also like Smithers, like Smithers is in the class and it's just, I don't know. That is an yeah. episode, is, is, is one character that worked yeah. for me because they had that flashback. With the flashback the, is my favorite part of the episode. I'll the, just I'll just say it. Yeah, yeah. I figured uh, your MVP is Burns, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it's actually Smithers. I think the way Smithers says "You leave Mister Burns out of this," and it's a Tennessee, so funny, straight from a Teddy C. Williams play. Yeah, yeah, and just his smile when he hears Mister Burns and he like yeah. hobbles out. Ah. 
<laughs> oh man, that whole se- that whole sequence is the is worth the episode for me. <laughs> the rest of it is dog shit. Well, the best part is <laughs> that it's in like the second act, so you can just stop watching after that. That's true. Yeah, or just I'll just get that clip. Yeah, I'll just watch that. Because you don't need the context either. You leave Mr. Burns out of this? <laughs> also, just like, make love to me like you used to, Waylon. No. no. <laughs> just straight up no. The flat no. Which is a great, like, uh, almost parody of, uh, a, uh, sorry, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Because um, that's like, the, the whole dynamic of that entire play pretty much is just those two lines. Have sec- Like, make love to me like you used to. No. That's the that's the entire play. You don't need any more than that. I don't know if you're familiar with I, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. I, I was not at all. Okay, yeah. I actually played uh, I played Brick in a, a scene from Cat on a Hot Tin Roof for a class once, and so I got to know the play pretty well. But uh, yeah, it was basically uh, just uh, Brick is a closeted gay man um, who is married to Kitty, the, the woman. And uh, yeah, she's basically just like, you know, what's going on with you and uh, I can't remember the character's name. But the basically the other man that he's involved with, and he's got a uh, a limp or not a limp. He's got a broken foot, and so he's hobbling around on a crutch. And, uh, but yeah, it's basically just you know why why aren't we together? And he's like <laughs> he's like I don't want to. And it's you know because Tennessee Williams has his own yeah. had his own issues with homosexuality and stuff. So uh, it's all very it's all a rich tapestry. But this is a this is a great moment too because it does blend both of those. Uh, uh, plays together uh, pretty well, and just the kind of intercontextuality of uh, Smithers within it is uh, very, very well done. Yeah, absolutely, and it's the best written moment in the episode. Yeah. I also like the orange part. I like eat, just eat the damn. The orange. Orange I think that was the other part I laughed at. Yeah, I was about to say that was probably my favorite moment. In it. <laughs> I like that it was Hans Molman <laughs> teaching yeah, the class. Hans Molman is just gold. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird uh, the all the different characters and like what they choose to teach. Yeah, like Lenny teaches tobacco chewing, I guess. Which you never see him really do. In no, the show. this is the like, only time. I was honestly trying to think of it. I was like, maybe I've seen him smoke a cigarette, but I could never say I've seen him chewing tobacco. Uh, definitely. Well, he definitely smoked uh, smoked cigars uh, whenever they play poker. Right. Yeah. Because the boys always need to smoke their ciggy poos when uh, uh, yes. when they're playing poker. Um, it's not poker without it. Got to class up the joint. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, this is like I, I like that they that they establish these these four no four yeah these four guys as like consistent poker, poker players yeah. like poker buddies like it makes sense yeah right but i like that it's there and then like there's a poker night at homer's house in the springfield connection homer mo lenny and carl yeah sorry okay uh, and barney yeah. and barney, barney. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. well it was uh, it was at lenny's house this time wasn't it yeah it's at lenny's house apparently homer's house but yeah do you remember where the, lenny uh, ends up <laughs> ryan sorry do you remember where lenny ends up like later in the series what what kind of house uh, he lives in? I can't say nothing to. He lives in a uh, a single room uh, wooden shack, and the wall falls off of it. Yeah, and he's like eating <laughs> like porridge in his underwear or something. He's yeah, like, please don't tell anyone about how I live. <laughs> and he only he only has a table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> table so and a chair. So ho- no bed. So no refrigerator. Can host poker nights, though. 
Yeah, so when we were watching this episode, I'm like, wait a minute, that's Lenny's house? <laughs> and Craig's like, well, yeah, this is before his life went to shit. Yeah. So, poor Lenny. He's, things aren't looking out for him. Poor Lenny. Yeah. He also wears a nightcap to bed. Which yeah. Is kind of cute. Yeah, I like it. Reminds me of Flanders. Yeah, Flanders does too. Yeah. I think they just like, animators are just like, oh, he's, it's nighttime. Put him in a sleeping cap. That's what people wear. That's how people will know. Does anybody wear a sleeping cap here? No. Why no. would you? What is the point? To keep your head warm? Yeah, but we have furnaces. True. Um, well, maybe, uh, maybe this is where Lenny started to get poor. Like, he's not turning on the heat. Mm. Maybe Homer starts winning too many hands in poker and it forces him out of house and home. Because he gets straight flushes without realizing it. Oh, have you ever you done do that? This, you do this every time, yes. Homer. Not no. that, I think, but... There's definitely been times where I'm like, when we're playing poker, and it's like, yeah, I, I, all I had was a pair of tens. It's like, no, you have a full house, idiot. Oh, oh great, I, I win. Yeah. It's a good thing I showed and didn't just, you know, fold. Fold it down, yeah. yeah. Ugh. That's happened with other people, too. And when we played poker, I remember yeah. sometimes where... No, you have a flush. What? Oh. You win, all right? Take my money. Ugh. I hate that. <laughs> when they I don't even that. realize yeah. they did it. I hate that so much. I don't think that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to happen one day. Love I'm, averages. I'm due. Yep. Is that, is that, that's what that means? That's what that means. That means I can beat the house? Yep. <laughs> Where's my wallet? Always bet on black. got to do a rain, man. Oh man! <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Count cards. It's I, not that hard. Well, it is now because they use like it's it's harder because they use lots of decks now. Yeah, that's fair. At the same time, but the, I, I just mean the concept isn't hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anyone can learn it pretty easily, um, and technically not illegal. So no, yeah. But you know, the no. pit boss might still beat you up because they don't run legitimate businesses. No. It's all a front, you see. For the mob. For the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see that movie Casino? Oh, boy. It's a documentary. No. <laughs> Did you like that movie? I've been to a casino. Uh, I haven't seen Casino. <laughs> really? I'm being serious, yeah. Oh, you should see it. Yeah, it's on my list. Uh, you'll never see it. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you know how many movies I've watched this year? Is it on your list for this year? No, I just mean it's on my like to to watch list. There's, oh, okay. there, but there's a lot, right? But I'm just saying, I I'm I'm at like 120 movies so far this year. That's a lot. Yeah, damn. I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, dang, bro. <laughs> Good on you. So you gonna go see um, Edgar Wright's new movie when it comes out? Oh, Baby Driver. Yeah. Absolutely. Doesn't it look great? Looks so good. <laughs> Edgar Wright can do no wrong. Yeah, a fact. He's except for quit Ant Man. Uh, no, that's probably the right call. I mean, for yeah. him, not for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so back to Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, I wanted. To, oh, right. I was talking about how like it's weird the things people were choosing for uh, teaching. Oh yeah, like um, how to attract a man, and it's Patty and Selma. Yeah. Uh, Mo teaching how to hip hop dance or whatever. He's a pretty good dancer. <laughs> yeah. Just give him one of these. That was the part. Okay, so that was that was another moment where I'm like, "This is a funny joke," and then he pulls out a shotgun, and I'm like, "That ruined it." Yeah, because I I don't don't know. I didn't find that funny. Mm. You know what ruined it for me? 
What? He fired a double barrel shotgun three times. Oh. Yeah. Hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> <laughs> I was down with the joke. This, until is a, the, this is a magic shotgun. Yeah. Until it, I guess a wizard did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. Sorry. No, that's was, yeah. You know? That was pretty. That was pretty much it. Like just the. I just wanted to point out all the different things people were teaching. Um, oh, was was there another one? The tobacco we said eating an orange. I think that was it. Yeah. So. All the classes suck. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, Otto says you paid ten thousand dollars. Like that's an that's an insane amount. That's more than tuition. Yep. That's like three years tuition. Like they didn't need to go also, that high for the joke to land. How yeah. does Otto afford that, especially? Yeah. How can Otto a school that's, bus yeah. driver? He like he he said, and I can't remember if it was earlier or later episode, but he says, "Oh wow, Windows. I don't think I can afford this place." I think it's in you. You only move twice. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's also uh, there's that one where he's in rehab with Marge where uh, they're like I'm afraid the love the drug I'm addicted to can't be injected snorted uh, or drank he's like oh well you better put it between my toes though because my mom checks my arms <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that yeah must be well, in the dark just, seasons it was uh, it's when Marge and Homer start drinking together and then Marge goes to rehab. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, God. Yeah, well, Homer should go too, but he just... Well, yeah, he should. Weasels his way out of it. <laughs> He's a functional alcoholic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Durr. <laughs> I don't like Duffless either. That, that episode is another one, like, yeah. since we're bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that I remember not liking very much at all because of its structure. This yeah. one has a good structure. Like, the structure makes sense. Um, the, the, the story beats make sense yeah. outside of the characters. It's, yeah. it's once you put them in context yeah. of the characters that it becomes stupid. It completely falls apart. Is there something that Homer could have said um, other than the complete and utter dependence, the one thing I can give you, complete and utter dependence, um, that would have made it a little bit better. That would have made it a little bit better. Like, like, like maybe the if writers, he, if he fucking apologized for what he did. Yeah. That's, mm. that's the only, like that's, he needs to realize what he did was wrong yeah. and apologize for it yeah. and show genuine remorse. Yeah. And then I'll buy Marge taking him back because yeah. that's the problem is that he, he did these things. She specifically said, don't do this anymore. And he continued to do it. And then even when he got kicked out, he's like, what, why? Like he didn't understand. Yeah. So he needs to understand what he did was like a violation of her trust and her privacy and that it shouldn't be like, oh, like, why aren't we together or why do we work together? Here's the reason. It should be, yeah. why are we fighting right now? Because of this thing you did. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. You know, let's work through this. And well, let me, let me, let me lay out for you why I know <laughs> this was wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, let me lay out for you how I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's not going to happen again. Yeah. Right. Well, and then and not just like, Oh, like, I'm, I'm a sad sack. And I, Oh, and she like feels sorry for him. Cause that's how, that's well, what all it feels yeah, like. Even on, even on that note, like, Oh, I'm just such a sad sack. It's, it's, it should have just been of, um, it's like, I need you because I'm pathetic versus like, I'm a mess without you. Yeah. Even, I mean, that's a better wording of it for sure. Um, 
But even then, like, if that was it, like, that shouldn't be enough for for Marge to accept him. Like, you're right. You're garbage without me, so I'll take you back. Because it oh, needs yeah, to be... Because yeah. that takes away all of her agency as well. Like, it's not... It's well, no yeah, longer it, about it, her it, feelings and her stance in the issue. It's it's all about how he feels. Yeah, exactly. And it so. just takes everything off Homer, and there's no reason why it should be. It's like, no, you still... It doesn't change the fact that you were a shitty person doing a shitty thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm there with you now, right? Like I, this is an episode that like when, when we watched it, I felt indifference towards, I think it was because it started with a, with a very in character scene for Homer with the poker game. I thought that was not good. Yeah. I thought that was very funny. There was a bunch of jokes and I was like, Oh, I don't remember this scene. This makes me happy. I enjoy this. And then it just, I had the exact same. Yeah. It was was after the poker scene and he started teaching the class. I was like, Oh, this episode. And I just instantly sank. I was like, okay. And as soon as it gets into the main plot, I just remember every moment why I don't watch it. Mm -hmm. It's because it Mm -hmm. made me feel uncomfortable. And I don't think, I had ever been able to articulate why, but then you just did. This is an episode that if you stuck it in like season 14, I wouldn't bat an eye. Like it'd be like, that makes sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's that's at the not point a good where thing, it, folks. Yeah. Like it's at that point where it feels like they've lost the grasp of what their, what their characters are and why they're interesting to an audience. And mm-hmm. it's like a weird black mark in the middle of the golden years that yeah. I'm just realizing exists. Like we've talked about episodes before that are just like not great or just like kind of yeah they're so so but they're so funny. But like, like this what, is like if we're like if we're just talking about Duffless right then yeah right still a good episode right? or uh, I just was weird Lady about Bouvier's Lover that yep. we just talked about. Yep, it has some really great funny moments in it. It's just weird. Yeah, doesn't really hold up. Yeah, yeah. right. But like it's still a funny episode. Yeah, but this is the first time that like since we've moved past season three essentially that I've been like, this is a bad episode, and it doesn't belong here. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just feels outside of the whole realm of the, the series. Even some of the animation direction is weird. I don't know if you noticed, I'd, but a lot maybe. of, like, the color schemes are darker. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice. Um, yeah, I I just, <laughs> like, I've, I saw that this time around, and I was like, why is... That just shows how invested I was <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in the story. Oh, I'm talking about animation direction again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me go. Look at me now, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Look what my degree bought. Oh, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's get some references out of the let's, way, shall let's we? Let's go there, yeah. <laughs> so the uh, obviously the whole speech that I gave at the beginning of this episode... Is several different is a films. Bunch of, yeah, a bunch of different movies yeah. to taking quotes from. Uh, and Justice for All, A Few Good Men... Uh, uh, Chinatown and Patton. Patton. Yeah. yeah. When you put your hand into and a pile of goo, those are your best, best friend's, friend's face. face. I've never seen Patton, and so <laughs> really? that was always the one. And I've, I actually haven't seen Chinatown either, but um, or Injustice for All. You know what? I've only seen one of the four. But you should definitely see Patton and Chinatown. Sure, yeah. I, they're on the list. Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> movies are so good. But it's uh, the Patton one, or sorry, the... Um, uh, Chinatown one, obviously, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. Yeah. Iconic line, so like I know, obviously, what that's from, just from hearing it, as well as Injustice yeah. for All. like That's a pretty iconic 
the whole system is out of order, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, you can't handle the truth. But that's a, that's yeah, so A Few Good so Men, obviously that's an iconic yeah. one too, but I've seen that one, so it did not, didn't matter. But the Patton one, I had no idea. I'd never heard that before Homer said it in this episode, so I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, that's in the first three minutes of Pat. Oh, really? Yeah. It's in. It's, it's it's that iconic moment when he's standing in full dress uniform in front of the American, American flag, flag yeah. and gives that huge monologue. Okay, um, so it's all part of that. Yeah, it's it's entirely part of that. Um, and he's like in a pile of goo that used to be your best friend's face. You'll know what to do, right? Just don't don't stick your hand in there, you guys. <clears throat> Well, he's, he's, I think he's assuming like you couldn't, that. you couldn't tell that your best friend's face was goo. I'm assuming and he, he just like had to touch it. I'm assuming in the, in the fury of battle, you, um, fell okay. and put your, you're not like just like, Hey, J- Joe, are you okay? Oh no. His face is goo. Why did <laughs> I do that? Trick all along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should check it out. It's a, uh, it's a great movie. One day. Um, we mentioned Tennessee Williams and his two plays, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and A Streetcar Named Desire. And, uh, the only other one, uh, is the Family Ties theme song that Homer hums. I don't know it. I didn't even pick up on that at all. <sighs> I used to know it because it's the while talking to, show. While talking to the, uh, Annex Center Administrator, yeah. he hums the last few bars or something. Yeah. So it's very subtle and... I don't like I said I don't know that show so I didn't pick up on it but there yeah. you go. That's the reference desk. We had um uh but, 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 uh Phil Hartman in the guest house. That's right. Very briefly. Lionel Hutz. Uh he I mean <laughs> I, I hate to say it but he did, he didn't even save the episode for me. Usually nope. like he can at least have a couple lines that I'm like, "Yeah, that's funny." But this time is very unmemorable. Yep. Like he just says, you know, I'm a real user of women. Yeah. And then Krabappel gives him her house keys. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, even just hearing Phil Hartman say, I'm a real user of women is funny. It is. And, but I, I, I it, you know, a, a couple days from now, if you're like, what was Lionel Hutz's line in this episode? I'll be like, I don't remember. No idea. You know what it I mean? Like, it's just, it's not memorable. I so I might remember it now because I'm saying this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how memory works that way. Like if you if you go up to someone and say remember this remember this forever, they probably will. You just you just memory burned them. You just incepted them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about elephants. So there you go. That's that's how memory works. Um, <laughs> that's how easy that was. Inception could have been five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we already mentioned our favorite jokes. I think. Or did uh, you, Greg? I did not. Go for it. Um, mine was, I'm choking on my own rage over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I loved that yeah. because I can commiserate with that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely something that's happened to me before. Yeah, because like when someone what wins, are you doing? I, yeah, wins at poker. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the idea of like... The have, rage surprises you enough <laughs> that you like, you can't, don't swallow properly or something and you... <laughs> Get some phlegm in your throat. Yeah. yeah, I just I think that's very funny. Uh, what was yours? Oh, uh, Tennessee Smithers? Williams. Yeah. Tennessee yeah. Williams. And Ryan, yours was eating the orange. Uh, just eat the damn orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a, a close second for me. Right on. And then a zero for everything else. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a bad episode, you guys. Final thoughts. Oh man, I. I ranted for long enough, but it's just, it's bad. It's not yeah. good. 
Um, this is definitely not the worst episode of The Simpsons I have ever seen. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst of the Golden Age, I, I would dare to say at this point. What? Worst of the Golden Age, I would dare to say. For me. Even for me personally. Uh, the the agreed upon Golden Age that we can both agree upon, which is three to eight? Yes. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> None of this Silver Age. <laughs> None of this Season 9 nonsense. <laughs> Or God forbid, if you say season eleven is part of classic Simpsons, I'm looking at you, Ezra and Adam. <laughs> I mean, they gotta go somewhere. No, yeah, right? that's fine. I just think ten is such a nice round number. And it I don't is. Know why they went you to know, 11. that's why we're doing it. Yep. So solid. You know. Um, no, I just yeah, it, it didn't. It definitely doesn't hold up. I feel a painful amount of indifference toward this episode, and I'm I'm good at just you know. When I do a rewatch of this, stopping at 21 episodes. I'm fine with stopping at 20. <laughs> That's true. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. The last two are subpar. Yeah. This one way is... To, way to end the season on a dour note, yeah. Simpsons writers. I'm going writers. to bamf Simpsons writers. Come on. Couldn't make it even, like, god damn. Get it together. How about you, man? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of indifferent about this one. It's. I was really hopeful at the beginning because I thought I was going into an episode where I'm like, I don't remember this at all. This is going to be so great. Oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Not not so much worth your time. Such is life, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the uh, the question is, what's our next episode? Oh, I know. What is it? Season 6, episode 1? Come on, man. Bard of Darkness. Oh, yes, dude. Uh, the sinister-looking kid is coming to get me. Oh! Uh, help! Help! <laughs> one, of, one, of, one of my faves. One of my faves, for sure. It's a great episode. Yeah. I'm Mil- excited. Millpool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, Queen of Summer. <laughs> King. Your King. epidermis is showing. Your epidermis is showing, yeah, which yeah. we'll talk about on the episode, but really <laughs> fucked me up because I thought epidermis meant hair. It does not. It does not. <laughs> It means skin. Yeah. Um, thanks, Nelson. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but that's what we'll be talking about next time. Yeah. Uh, this brings us to our conclusion of season five of yeah. The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, it's weird because we have been doing this for a long time, but we've also been doing two to three episodes at a time for a long time, for four seasons. Yeah. And just this season, we started doing one episode at a time. And uh, so now it's like... <laughs> feels like ages ago we started season it five. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But but it also feels good. feels good that we were able to get a lot of good content about each episode. Agreed. Yeah. Because like if this episode was, if the last two were squeezed together, it would have just been like a whole bunch of sadness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to have a little bit of a break. Yeah. In between. So, but yeah, so we'll just probably continue this right. format with season six. Um, you know, one episode at a time. Uh, you can always write us at uh, the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. We're on Facebook, uh, Two Bad Neighbors. Um, you can find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, we're on Patreon as well. If you want to donate to Patreon and get some back catalog of some of our other podcasts, patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's right. Um, but aside from that, uh, I don't know if we'll do a little uh, Season 5 recap uh, slash Season 6 preview before we just dive right into Season 6. Uh, we haven't discussed that yet. But 
Uh, as mentioned, Greg is going to Banff soon. Um, the summer is beginning. Uh, I'm going to be out of out of town for a lot of the summer. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen, but at least we, we finished season five. We're going to go on a tiny hiatus, possibly. Who knows? We might find some time, and we'll just keep trying to get them out when we can. Uh, obviously, ideally, we'd try and do it when we can regularly get them out, but as we've tried that always, and it's always hit or miss. Yeah. Who knows? But... Uh, we do appreciate all our listeners, uh, especially, I think, this season. We've uh, gotten a fair amount of new listeners, uh, yeah. thanks to some of our cross-promotion with uh, The Real Gems and, uh, of course, getting Chris Turner on the podcast and things like that. So we're pretty happy with uh, where things are. Um, yeah, abs- Greg? absolutely. Um, we had some just... Like not only James, uh, like real James, James Tyner and uh, Chris Turner on the podcast this past season. Um, we also like thanks Ryan for being on on the podcast with us. Oh, my pleasure! I, um, I had a great time. Yeah, it was uh, it was really great having you. Hopefully, next time we have you on, you can be here in person. Yes, hopefully, I'm less that, sick by then. That would be great. <laughs> um, I just really want to go through this, um, so I don't forget it. Um, I wanted to. Thank uh, Charles, James, uh, and Camille for being on a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Wade, our sometimes co-host. Uh, Nick Wensrich, Dr. Ife Abiola, um, Ali Direct, uh, Dr. Shauna Holmes, um, Craig McHugh, uh, Janelle Harms, um, Emma Sinclair, we already mentioned James, Ben Blue, uh, Grayson Ogle, Ryan Reese, Nick Smith, and Ezra Wasser for being on season five. Yeah, that was um, our season five guest list. So yeah. not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Hopefully we can do just as good next year. Or better. Or better. Not next year, next season. Next season. Which will not be a year from now. No. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with myself. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I need to get these th- these feelings out, Greg. <laughs> I need to tell people life. need to know why this episode is bad. <laughs> all right um yeah but uh once again thanks to all our listeners uh i don't think i have much else to say but uh please keep writing us in we like hearing from from everybody absolutely and, uh, we do uh we just like talking simpsons so you know let's let's keep doing it and uh we'll be back with season six sometime hopefully soon thanks again uh to ryan for joining us on this episode and for not the last time Last time for now. Keep watching the skis. <laughs>